This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, C, senor, a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound, and today, Little Friday... Get the party started. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Crimes that are not crimes, except that they're definitely crimes, except that they're not crimes at all, a.k.a. sloppy journalism. What's that tone of voice you're using there? Which one? The second one. It's just my more accommodating tone. Okay, gotcha. So I just tried out the bathroom in the gym downstairs. <laughs> oh no! Shush. As we've worked it's in this, aired. we've worked in this building for many, many years, and I just for the first time figured out how, where, and how to get into the gym. Which, again, you'd never know by looking at me. <laughs> um, because I found out one of the disc jockeys in the building uses the bathroom in the gym. He said it's the best bathroom in the building. Oh boy, it is pretty good. Got to admit. We're going to have to come up with a reservation system. <laughs> yeah, can open table handle that? You get on your app and you sign up. <laughs> Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. That's pretty funny that at least among radio people, the only uh, the only thing the gym's got going for it is it has a, its own bathroom. Excuse me, can you do a 10.15 this morning? Or, <laughs> oh, 10.25, that would work. Thanks. I need it from 10.25 till about noon. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Work let's, in some fiber. Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. I can already see it. I'm going to go to use the restroom, and then I'll run into Jack in the elevator, and he's holding two newspapers. I'll go, ah, never mind, and just go <laughs> to my car and go home. I'm yeah. going to work out, you see. Yeah. yeah do, right. Do some presses or yeah. something. Uh-huh. Sunday War and Peace in a nice, thick Russian novel. Or Sunday uh, New York Times, rather. I'm going to go in there and work on my lats, whatever those are. <laughs> Uh, these things here. Okay. There's what the hell's pos- the point of that? <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. The only thing better than something I like continuing is something I hate ending. And that happened. So, the Big Bang Theory, the uh, the national <laughs> nightmare that is an affront to comedy hey, and actual hey, nerds. Hey, wow. Hey, right. Hey, okay. Come on. <clears throat> uh, it is ending. It's, it's record-breaking. Uh, run. It is the longest-running multi-camera series in television history. Twelve seasons, two hundred and seventy-nine episodes, like forty or fifty Emmy nominations. It won about ten of them or something like that. But it is finally over. Um, I and- would say that's the most. That, I think that's the most successful show that I didn't find appealing on any level that has ever existed. 
I've tried to watch it several times, and yeah. I couldn't understand anything that I would like about it. So for the remainder of my, my portion of this segment, would you like to hear a, a, a portion of the Big Bang Theory with the laugh track removed? Sure. Or would you like to hear an angry YouTuber explaining why the Big Bang Theory is horrible? I'm intrigued by the front one, I, the first one. Uh, my daughter and some of her friends, and, and they're very bright, love the show. Maybe They were among its constituents. Maybe it's an age thing. I it don't could know. be. Uh, I don't know. Usually I get, mm-hmm. like I can, I can get why something's popular. I never, I, a couple times I dipped into that. One but, of the most popular shows ever. I just, I, why is this popular? Well, and let me see to say, rather, to be accommodating of young Sean over there, I'm more than capable of, of saying that something popular is utter S. Oh, yeah. And most shouldn't exist are. on the planet. But in this one, I'm kind of intrigued. Some people hate it. Some <laughs> so, love it. So, yeah, here's 25 seconds with the laugh track removed from the Big Bang Theory. Ah, nothing makes beer taste better than cool, clear Rocky Mountain spring water. That's funny. Where are the Rocky Mountains anyway? Philadelphia. <laughs> really, I thought they were out west someplace. Think about it, Raj. Where did the movie Rocky take place? <laughs> Philadelphia. Okay, now I get it. You're not a comedy. <laughs> you don't write jokes. There's no setup, premise, and punchline to anything that you have written in the hundreds of episodes that you have crafted there. God, I hate that show. So is that? I wonder if that's the end of laugh tracks for sitcoms. Well, I guess. If you, oh no! If you just ended the most popular show ever with laugh track, I suppose you'd do more of them. Jack, that would mean it's the end of crap. <laughs> there is uh, Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. Coming into work today, I actually saw some homeless roamers with manners. Carrying flashlights, not dressed entirely in black, not crossing in the middle of the road, not giving me mean and angry looks. Mm. Of course, I'm wondering, okay, you got flashlights. That lets me know that you're in the middle of the road. Are you going to use those flashlights to peer into windows to rob and steal? Mm. But anyway, they seem to be a well-mannered bunch this morning. (laughs) Fantastic. I'm glad you had a good day with your interaction. Um, uh, we will be getting to the amazing turn that the, uh, the whole, whatever you want, the Trump gasm that was Tuesday night, Mm -hmm. um, it's changed completely, it seems, in 36 hours as to the focus, so I find that pretty interesting. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty on this, it is Thursday now, August 23rd, the year 2018, we're setting you straight in 218, we're Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. Well, gosh, contract says we got to do a show, so I suppose we got to. So let's begin it officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. I'll tell you what, if I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. There you go. <laughs> oh, hey, do we, are we ready to go with our favorite, favorite new clip? Oh, yes, our favorite new Trump clip. Oh, we'll we'll yeah, debut that for you in just moments. What are our other headlines? Marshall Phillips. Well, Trump bending on Twitter and Fox News, collusion, hush money, and impeachment. You got defiant California Congressman Duncan Hunter calling corruption charges against him politically motivated. Boy, there's an awful lot of facts out there. And facts? Are they facts? Are they? Mm. And United Airlines finds a new way to get more money out of its customers. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I hate United the way Sean hates the Big Bang theory how does mailbag look oh it's nice it's good it's uh it's introducing some unfortunate new catchphrases but i don't think there's any resisting it so we'll get you used to them we'll play our favorite new trump clip coming up as soon as we get back before mailbag this is something he said at the rally the other night we're gonna use this a lot over the next couple of years stay tuned to the armstrong and getty show Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. USA Today. Front page big story. No, in big letters, immigrants don't commit more crimes than U.S.-born people. I'll be interested to read into that because I know there's uh, different ways to approach the statistics on that. Part of it, of course, is um, uh, nobody's trying to make the argument that immigrants commit more crimes than natural-born U.S. citizens. No. It's all about illegal immigration, you freaking liars or morons. And that's the choice I always give people who do this. You're either a liar on purpose or you're an idiot that you don't understand. The conversation is about illegal immigration. I've never met a single person in my life who is anti-immigration, not one. And I'm including some people that are pretty hardcore, a variety of things I don't approve of. Mm -hmm. But I don't know anybody who's anti-immigration. I know lots of people. Most people, as a matter of fact... The vast majority are anti-illegal immigration. Illegal immigrants do commit more crimes than U.S.-born people. So this is, you're either lying or you're stupid, USA Today. And that's right. the front page big story for the day. And so often in these things... And you know what's why it's out today? It's because that girl got killed in Iowa by an illegal immigrant. The other of course! Day. They're trying to counter-argue. Well, Tell then it talk to the about, grieving family. Then talk about illegal immigration. And yeah. I, we haven't, at least uh, since the story broke, we haven't tried to tie the... You know, connect the dots between illegal immigration and her murder. I'm, I'm, I think that's a bit of a stretch. But don't be making claims like this and lumping in regular immigrants with illegal immigrants. Not the same thing. Are they liars or idiots? So often in public public discourse, the liars persuade the idiots, and they form an army of people who shout at you that you know X, Y, or Z. The useful idiot is absolutely, well, it's, it's, they're beyond useful. They're essential in politics. Mailbag. And then we've got a listener who got banned on Twitter because in his post he said illegal immigrants are criminals. They broke the law by coming in here. And he got, he got kicked off Twitter for that. But according to the head guy at Twitter, there's no bias in their uh, political filtering. Huh, interesting. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day sent on by Jashan, future or uh, frequent correspondent, rather. Comes to us from Jesus. If thou lovest me, lovest thou freedom and liberty. From the book of Jesus. This sounds right. You should interview Randy Quaid for your hour-long podcast. Now, I have a number of issues with this email. First of all, I don't think there is a book of Jesus. Second, thou, second of all, the if, Bible, isn't it? if thou lovest me, lovest thou freedom and liberty is not only not in the Bible, it's redundant. And the idea the of an, Bible. Hour, an hour-long interview with Randy Quaid, while incredibly exciting, is also terrifying. But thank you for that, Jashan. <laughs> I should ask you for a Randy Quaid clip to be ready. There is no collusion. Which hunt? Oh, we promised something. We promised our favorite new Trump clip, and we All haven't right. played it yet. This is from the rally in West Virginia the <laughs> other night. Well, you went off on your racist rant about illegal immigration. All right. Here we go. Our president is crazy. Oh, I want to... He's crazy. This guy is crazy. Our president is crazy. That's awesome. That's absolutely <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so here's the part I apologized uh, for in advance. 
we, we, we came across a story yesterday in which a California-based uh, health information service is now, in order to not discriminate against transgender people who can't come to terms with the body parts they now have or did have or don't have or want, or, that you can't use the V word anymore. I got to believe that's a small subset of trans people. Oh, yeah. That one it called what you're about to talk about. Well, yeah, you can't. And here here it comes, you know, if you're easily. You can't say vagina anymore. You need to say front hole. Because vagina uh, discriminates. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and won't. <laughs> and I could read you the reasoning. And actually, we have a very funny, very funny parody article of that that I want to share with you in a little bit. But uh, so that would explain following uh, emails and they are a couple of uh well only a couple of several hawk writes stop being a bunch of front holes <laughs> name your podcast the back hole with a and g oh geez i look for things that make me go that's nice that's very are you proud of yourself hawk wait a minute i don't do this a lot but lose our email address actual printed paper then this from Mr. Casey near Portland, who's uh, really climbing the ladder of frequent correspondence. Trump is a backhole, but, um, and then, you know, we have, well, I'll, I'll read you his, his but, well, his what, however. South Africa seems to prove once again that the problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money. While the story's garnered little attention here in the States, thanks to the self-loathing white liberal media, the inevitable Zimbabwe-style social and economic collapse has been brought to the national attention by a tweet. Um, et cetera, et cetera. To be sure, Donald Trump is a backhole more often than not. And his tweet about having Pompeo watch the situation in South Africa may be a Trumpian Jedi mind trick to distract us from the convicted felons that he calls friends. But for those willing to listen, it is calling attention to the fact that a democratic socialist government is quickly turning into a bureaucratic nightmare. That is true. There, There is horrific violence going on in South Africa now um, against the white farmers in particular. Here, this um, and just nobody. And listen, maybe. Well, that's the uh, legacy of white colonialism and the inevitable. Well, okay, fine. It's a, discuss that in your poli sci class. The reason it's not being discussed is because it's such an uncomfortable narrative. But speaking of socialism, did you hear the stat about Venezuela? And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? This one? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Anyway, 0-2. That's right. Um, That country has completely collapsed, and uh, two-thirds of the citizens have lost 25 pounds or more in the last year. That is correct. They that, are starving. That is unbelievable for a wealthy country. For I mean, this is a real country. This is not some African country where people are scratching around in the mud and stuff like that. No, they got cars and TVs and houses and an economy and everything. Right, right. Um, they are one of the oil richest countries on earth. They are drowning in oil wealth and they are starving. Two thirds of people have lost twenty five. I, I, I'd, I'd sign up for that. Michael, actually. as you, you know, wait a minute. That'd be awesome. Wait but, a minute. Uh, if it's forced upon you, it's let not me good. check travelocity. <laughs> Ask your doctor if socialism is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, uh, Michael, because I'd rather be right than happy or have good relationships. Would you like to remind Mister Armstrong that I've been trying to draw his attention to Venezuela for quite some time now? Yeah, it's true. It's true, yes. Jack. Thank you. In our, in our own hemisphere, Michael, am I wrong about that? I don't think I'm wrong about that. It's a neighbor. No, you're, it's a, the you're good correct. The good people of Venezuela. Moving along. Mm. 
Random Users writes, oh, it's it's T.S. Always good to hear from T.S. Uh, the way I view Trump is the way you were talking about Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen on this morning's show. He's obviously a crook, as his entire business and personal history is a test to that. The idea that I'm being asked to pretend otherwise is vexatious. It's not because of some nonspecific liberal media bias. It's because I'm paying attention to who this person is. The efforts to, the, the efforts to defend this person are just an elaborate, says who, repeated ad infinitum. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I, <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I, I'm, I'm self-indulgent uh, in addition to those other character flaws I mentioned. Um, and so I'm going to go off on a tangent. We'll get to some more emails later. It, later. it reminds me of the Duncan Hunter situation. Duncan Hunter, Congressman San Diego. Uh, pretty uh, solid, conservative guy. Comes from a powerful political family. Um, and I agree with him a lot, but it would seem that he's it's alleged to use campaign uh, money for all sorts of personal stuff. I mean, there's reams and reams of evidence of it. He's going with the strong deny, 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 deny. But I'm thinking you got oh, and, him. And, and the examples that are out there are way over the top. These aren't these aren't, uh, you know, um, he tough, used it for. Well, go ahead. Sir. Tough calls to try to figure out whether that was personal use. Right. He used it for parking passes for a rally. Right. And not the official rally poster, which, according to FCC, the FEC rule, no, 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 no. It's like this is taking your family on a ski vacation. Right. Yeah. Allegedly. So anyway, but he's running against a 28-year-old, I think. or t- He's a young guy. I may have that age wrong. A young, very liberal, o- Obama official dude. Now, I remember when I was growing up, and I think the parties were a little more moderate and everything. Um, In fact, I know they were. The idea that, listen, I'm not going to vote one party or another all the time. I'm going to vote for the individual. That's that's a charming notion, and I still hear that these days. But if that that individual who seems like a better person to you is going to usher in socialized medicine, even worse, deficit spending, uh, you know, restricting free speech in the name of anti-hate speech, the rest of it, I'm voting for Duncan Hunter. And figure he'll get tossed out of office, and then they'll put somebody in who's in the same party and tends to believe what I believe. That's a tough call. It's morally indefensible. I can, I'll, in fact, folks, I'll save you the trouble. I'll write your emails for you. Dear Joe Getty, so you're willing to vote for a criminal because he's in your party? Well, if he did all the stuff he's accused of doing, and there are a lot of examples out there, he is uh, not the kind of guy I want in government. All. He has At the fiscal responsibility all. of a nineteen-year-old. No, he's a thief, and his wife. He's stealing from people so he can have a, a great, exciting, powerful life. Yeah, and live like a rich person. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, it, cops often talk about righteous victims. Um, you know, you got to, like that poor gal in, in Iowa is, is different. She just is than a couple of gangbangers who give each other hard looks, decide to shoot each other. It's just, it's a different situation. Morally speaking, everybody knows it. People who donate to political campaigns. I mean, it's not like they're stealing old people's last dollar. <laughs> I've never given a dollar to a politician, and I never will. Oh, That's I have. been my I give generously. for a long time. I give generously. <laughs> In return for specific legislation. But it's not bribery. Um, <laughs> Marshall's News is on the way, and we got so much more to get into uh, on the ever-changing world that we live in. <laughs> How vague is that? Don't be a front hole. Say what you mean. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. When I go, we'll break a ball. 
This is a uh, T-shirt at a baseball game. Somebody sitting behind this person took a picture of it. One of the funniest T-shirts we've ever seen. The T-shirt reads, The mayor from Jaws is still the mayor in Jaws 2. It is so important to vote in your local elections. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Wow. That's hilarious. Outdated yet hilarious. (laughs) That's what makes it funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Only one tweet from President Trump so far this morning. This one coming in well after midnight in all caps. Joe Getty will reenact it in the style of one Randy Quay. I certainly will, Marshall. No collusion. Rigged witch hunt. Exclamation point. You can tell by the way I read it. Well, that's true. You don't have to say that's exclamation true. point. Very good point. So that, that's kind of interesting. I've, I've uh, As I mentioned earlier, the, the tenor of the conversation has changed yes. so much in the last 36 hours. You know, the, the Trump hate networks were going crazy with the campaign finance violation for the first 10 hours. Then it seems like everybody talks to enough lawyers to realize that might not be really anything. Mm. So now it's gone all of what Cohen might know about Russia. And so that has become the entire focus. I'd like to um, salute CNN that's still trying to flog the uh, campaign <laughs> finance thing. Hey, before you go on. It could on, be, but there are a lot right. of former FEC officials, lawyers, all kinds of different people saying, look, it's just not. And when, if it is, and I don't think it is, it's a civil violation, then there's like a little fine, and, and this happens right. all the time. So we can talk about that uh, more later, but I just saw an interesting article. Did, hey, Jack, before did, you move on to that, I'm sorry, but I'm feeling wistful. Do you remember revoking people's security clearances? What was that, Do you three years ago? How, how mad we all were? Was that three years ago? Oh, how time goes by. <laughs> <laughs> or was that earlier this week? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, jeez. How long ago did Omarosa's book come out? About two years ago? Uh, 2011, I believe. <laughs> I just saw this article, and I don't know how yeah. accurate this is, but Lanny Davis, Cohen's lawyer, did Cohen's lawyer commit malpractice by making him or convincing him to plead guilty to something that's not a crime? I have heard that <laughs> suggested. Wow. And I'm not rooting for one side or another. I just find that a really intriguing notion because I've heard people, Alan Dershowitz is out there yeah. saying that. As a strategy because right. he's in all this trouble. Okay, I'll plead guilty to this. It's not a crime, but I'll plead guilty if you're going to let me off the hook for that. Blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. Yeah. And Alan Dershowitz, I, I should ask for it. Well, I did ask for the clip. We're going to get the clip on, but he, he followed up saying that sort of thing in pretty strong terms with the statement that, oh, yeah, Trump's a liar. He lies all the time. I mean, he said something really well, he strong. He hates Trump. Oh, yeah. But he calls he him as he sees him. He voted for Hillary Clinton, and he hates Trump. Right. Donald Trump with uh, Fox and Friends saying, no, you know, those payments, there's no crime that's been committed. This is how it went. Did you know about the payments? Uh, later on, I knew. Later on. But you have to understand, Ainsley, what he did... And they weren't taken out of campaign finance. That's a big thing. That's a much bigger thing. Did they come out of the campaign? They didn't come out of the campaign. They came from me, and I tweeted about it. You know, I put, I don't know if you know, but I tweeted uh, about the payments. But they didn't come out of campaign. In fact, my first question when I heard about it was, did they come out of the campaign? Because that could be a little dicey. And they didn't come out of the campaign, and that's big. But they weren't, that's not a, it's not even a campaign violation. If you look at President Obama, he had a massive campaign violation. But he had a different attorney general 
and they viewed it a lot differently. We'll talk more about it later, and we'll play some of Alan Dershowitz, what he's been going around saying. It's pretty interesting. Trump also weighing in on Fox about the possibility of his impeachment, saying he doesn't think that would be very good at all for the country. I'll tell you what, if I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. I think everybody would be very poor. Because without this thinking, uh, you would see you would see numbers that you wouldn't believe in reverse. Is that a locust storm in the background, or what is that uh, terrible noise? <laughs> They're eating the crops, Paul! <laughs> Meanwhile, California Representative Duncan Hunter is going to be facing a judge today after being indicted for illegally using campaign funds for personal expenses. The San Diego Republican said he's innocent of federal corruption charges, excited to go to trial, telling News 10 he's not worried and says of the FBI and Justice Departments. This is the new Department of Justice. This is the... Uh, the Democrats' arm of law enforcement. That, that's what's happening right now. And it's happening with Trump, and it's happening with me, and we're, we're going to fight through it and win, and the people get to vote in no, November. So we'll see. Yeah, he's going full-on deep state, full-on, this is a plot against me. Yep. we got to get into some of the details of what he's being uh, accused of, because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a long list. Some of it's quite entertaining. Some of it's quite maddening, if it's true. And pathetic. And, and just pathetic. I mean, if it's all true... He lives on the edge of being broke every day and has for years. Yeah, they I've over- known lots of people yeah. like that, but they don't have a, a well to go to. <laughs> they overdraft all day, every day, for years and years and years and years and years while they, they, they act like they're very, very wealthy. But I, Okay, yeah, we'll talk about this more, because I understand what he is doing and why he's doing this in the face of just mountains of evidence. It's an electoral argument. It's not a justice argument, mm. but... United Airlines has found a new way to get more money out of their customers. They're going to charge more for economy seats near the front of the plane. USA Today reporting the extra charges are based on the fact the seats closer to the front are thought to be more desirable than those in the back because... They're they, already doing that as I've flown yeah, United. American does that yep. fairly recently, and I thought that was weird. So it's more expensive to sit in those rows? Okay, yep. whatever. You know, I, mean, I hate to uh, interrupt the uh, United is, is crap narrative, Marshall. I have certain sympathy oh, toward that Oh, I hate United. United is crap. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, American does that. United is joining American okay. and Delta in oh. starting to charge for the economy seats closer to the front of the plane. Yeah, well, it, it, isn't it kind of like charging more for seats closer to the, 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 the basketball court? It's just, they're more desirable, so you can get yeah, more so money out of them. Yeah, I want them. Yeah, they're extra legroom, needless to say. Well, no. These no? Uh, seats near the front do not offer no, any No, that's another thing they offer. Oh, okay. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I book flights back and forth across the country on a monthly basis. Yeah, just I'm being, a world traveler, Marshall. I'm not paying more to just be closer to the front door. I'm not. I'll sit an extra two minutes. It's all about the connections. As we're flying little D back and forth across yep. the country because she wanted to move 3,000 miles away from her parents who love her. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> She'll sometimes have like 50 minutes in Dallas during thunderstorm season. So right. we'll kick in the extra 20 bucks. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. That's a bald eagle right there symbolizing freedom. Is that too over the top for you? We have a giant U.S. flag that Hanson, our producer, waves while the bald eagle is squawking. He waves the giant flag like this. Uh, well, and we have a giant industrial fan. It's about 14 <laughs> feet across for when he gets tired of waving it. Just turn that on so it flaps. Every House seat is a big deal as the Democrats are trying to take back the House. It's a and, blue wave! And, and there's more talk than ever that if they do take back the House, there's going to be an impeachment. So Good. there's a lot at stake. And one of those seats is Duncan Hunter, and we could run through some of the things he's being accused of. 
Uh, if you haven't heard them yet, man, there's some there's some entertaining stuff in there. How often did they overdraw their bank account? <sighs> More than you did when you were 20 years old. Here's a hint. I'm wondering, what's the record? <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Even if you even if you don't uh, steal the money from your your campaign fund that people gave to you because they think you're going to do the right thing out there mm. and uh, and make the world a better place. To Truth, live in. justice, the American way, etc. Even mm. if, as the Duncan Hunter's family, you're just spending your own money to do this stuff. A $14,000 family Thanksgiving. Let's take the whole family to Italy this year for Thanksgiving. Nothing says Thanksgiving like Italy. $14,000. $6,500 for a family vacation in Hawaii. $3,700 for a family vacation in Vegas. Uh, $2,400 for different. So even if you're not using other people's money for that, you're using your own money. The fact that they are always out of money. That they overdrew their bank account more than 1,100 times in a seven-year period. Whoa, 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 what do you whoa, think whoa, of a family whoa, whoa, whoa. that goes to Italy and Vegas and all over the country with the whole family, but you're always completely flat broke? That's not a very good way to live. 1,100 times in a seven-year period. Did the math. It breaks down to about 13 times a month, which is obvious like 140 times a year you're overdrawn. Almost $38,000 in overdraft and insufficient funds bank fees. And As listen, a grown-up yeah, with kids and yeah. a family, you're overdrafting your bank account three times a week on average over seven years. This isn't like one rough spot where things got out of hand. I didn't know my tax bill was going to be so high. No, over seven-year period you're doing this. On the other hand, who's the idiot? You know, I'm, I'm a fairly successful man. I don't take my family to Italy for Thanksgiving. Well, sure. I haven't dragged everybody to no. Vegas to have a big time. I don't feel like it's a... And you know why? It's too expensive. for well, yeah. Right, it's too expensive. Uh, they think it was about a quarter of a million dollars Duncan Hunter misused in his family from uh, campaign funds. He denies it vociferously and, and directly. Uh, it's the deep state. It's the uh, war on Trump. It's uh, various things. It's uh, Jeff Sessions gone mad or something like that. Well, that's a hell None of, a of lot. the specifics have been denied. But. A hell of a <laughs> lot of detail for well, it's, a uh, made-up story. It's an electoral argument. It's not a legal argument. He just wants to get to the election, get reelected in a safe district, and for partly for his party. Uh, I don't think he hangs on to his gig. I mean, Paul Ryan stripped him of all his committee uh, assignments and leadership, and he was the chairman of uh, one of the biggies. Can't remember which one. Who's the chairman Over- of Overpriced Family Vacations Committee? Apparently, yeah, yeah. God, uh, it's just, it, people who live that lifestyle and are broke sicken me because they well, it sickens them too. They will either make the argument or be part of the statistics of see people can't retire in America with the economy we've got, and we need to come up with a bigger program to help those people. Or the safety net needs to. We need to tax people's excess savings to help the less fortunate. Somebody who's living the way he was living. Well, let's see. The uh... God, what a stressful way to live. For one thing, yeah. would you be able to? Would you be able to enjoy your family vacation if, when you went to, to uh, the bank to get some more money for your night out on the town, he once again uh, overdrew your overdrew your account? Well, at one point, it's alleged that uh, he spent uh, over a thousand dollars in campaign funds partying down at Hyatt Regency uh, in Incline Village, uh, North Lake Tahoe, 
food, drinks, three nights lodging, personal ski trip. Um, and on this day, the Hunter family bank account had a negative balance and incurred six separate insufficient funds fees. Six things hit the account, apparently, for $200 in, in, in overdraft fees. Also, on the same day, he withdrew $20 from his personal bank account, leaving a balance of $15.02. $15.02 in the family bank account and taking wild trips and everything. That's just that's somebody with a problem. Yeah. You know, I've known a couple of people and heard from a couple of people who are much more famous than they are rich, and they do this to themselves because they feel like either they deserve or they're expected to have a certain lifestyle because they hang with the uh, big swinging you-know-whats. I'm glad I've never had that. I've I've just never had that. Yeah. I am uh, perfectly happy staying in the Super 8 as I travel to whatever modest location I'm going to. Oh, man, the hotel I stayed in in Boise, it ended up being okay, but boy, did it smell of funk. Eh, I walked do? into that room, man. I checked under the bed what first thing. What was that, a hobo, a hooker? What no, a cost. nothing there. Not a lot. Well, there you go. It's I a mean, win. I don't know if it was so a So it win. smells a little funky. I had to sleep with one eye open. Eh. You know what that smell is? Value. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Let's see. The so smell of value. God, I should have. I should have said that to myself. Every hotel I stayed in when I was when I was single and traveling, I always stayed in the cheapest hotels. I stayed at a place, some place in, Mo- in Montana, one time for eight dollars. An eight dollar <laughs> hotel. It was a bu- it was a room above a bar, and the the mattress was so gross that I slept on the floor. Wow! But it was an eight dollar room. Wow! But when I was when I was young, That's single hard and traveling, argue you got cheated. <laughs> look, I you know I was I I, I uh, had a big night. All I needed was some place to sleep for a while, right. so I could get up and get back in the car and drive. Some place yeah. where I wasn't going to get my shoes stolen. Yeah, exactly. That's all I was looking for. <laughs> wow, wow. You know, here's one uh, <clears throat> incident in which the congressman Duncan Hunter was alleged to have spent 142 dollars in campaign funds to at the men's warehouse to recut two pairs of pants. When this charge was uncovered by the treasurer, Duncan Hunter... Need a little more room back by the BH. Yeah, that's right. Back hole. Uh, LOL, men's men's warehouse was a possible semi-embarrassment that I had to let ride. I used the wrong card, then I didn't want to explain the forced refund. So he, he, I guess he's implying he got fatter and had to have his pants let out. Well, that's... And it cost $142, you used the wrong card. Well, that can happen. I used the wrong card when we were on our New York trip. I used... Our card for something I didn't intend to. Damn you! you I'm going to call for an audit. Which I explained to our bookkeeper. Ah. But um, (laughs) Okay, Mr. Hunter, we'll cross that one off the list. Now, if you could get to the other 46 pages of (laughs) of these accusations, that would be great. The the how you ended up in uh, in an expensive ski vacation and had no money in your account. Which you get to do. But it would explain. Well, why is that part of the? Why is that part of it? Why do we know his personal banking? I think it's if you are accused, indicted, uh, elevated to a white collar crime of this level, they yeah. subpoena the records. They get warrants. And then why do we know it though? Well, somebody leaked it. Mm, no, it's part of the uh, indictment. Part of the okay. uh, what's the the formal term? I certainly term? think your personal Freedom of Information Act. No, 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 we didn't have to go there. It's the forty-seven page charging document. I certainly think your personal finances in general should be private. Nobody needs to know how you're living. It's your right. choice. Absolutely. It's your choice as long as when you get to the end of your life and you're broke, I'm not paying for your your life at that point. Then, it, then if it's not that way, then it, then I do have a role in your bank account. I'm not hearing a lot of compassion here. 
I have I hate, no compassion. I, I have I zero keep compassion. Hearing you come back to this theme. I think you're a little selfish. I have zero compassion for somebody who lives their life the way he's living. You want to be broke when you're old? That's fine with me, but don't expect any money out of me. Don't be hitting me with a, in Trump's America, how is an old person supposed to have a, a retirement with dignity? Going to expensive ski vacations with $15 in your bank account. That's weak, dude. If that happened. If it didn't happen, allegedly. If that didn't happen, then of course none of this applies. It goes on and on and on. What it really seems like is a family that can't manage their finances that had a slush fund that was just too tempting. And they dipped into it uh, over and over again, allegedly, to the tune of 250K. What was the alleged story we had yesterday, part of it, where he was out of money and then apparently got a loan from his dad? Oh, yeah. So there was a, during one of his trips to Vegas and I think somewhere else, uh, the family began occurring overdraft fees, which didn't stop until a check was deposited from his dad. Yeah. So try to picture you go on lavish vacations. You run completely out of money, and you call your parents and say, hey, I'm on this lavish vacation, and I'm out of money. I mean, this is a grown-up. You're not... Well, first of all, even if you're 22, if my son's 22 (laughs) and I'm telling you, well, I guess you're going to have to find a job and figure out how to get a bus ticket to come back. In what sense (laughs) is this my problem? (laughs) Exactly. But anyway, as a grown person with a family, dad sends him more money so you can continue your lavish vacation. Wow, that's an interesting dynamic. How about buying golf shorts and claiming it's golf balls for the wounded warriors. It's one of the allegations. Uh, that's pretty rough if that happened. Yeah. Are there Fitbits for dogs now? Among- and what do they show? It uh, will shock you. Lazy dogs. Among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.